Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Stuff and Thangs podcast, Fear the Walking Dead edition. I'm delighted to say I am Sam. I'm delighted that I'm Sam, I don't know why I'm delighted, but I'm delighted definitely that I'm joined by my good friend Stefan. Hey, we are back. We are. It's been whew, a few weeks, it's been, it's been a rough couple of weeks, man. I mean, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, we did a Spider-Man show in between, which was kind of cool. Spider-Man Far From Home. If I like that. F- if you're a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel fans, perhaps you're a fan of Spiders and Men. Combine the two and go listen to that show. It was kind of fun. Um, we went off on a tangent a bit, though. We kind of talked about Spider-Man Far From Home for about 20 minutes, but then just dug right into the MCU for the rest of it. Yeah, it was good fun, though. Yeah, it was good fun. Uh, it was a good listen. Uh, thank you for anyone who's checked that out. If you haven't yet and you're interested, go check that out. If you're not interested, I wouldn't bother. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, you I might you bother. might become interested whilst listening. Yes, wow, you're so much better at the sales stuff than me. Ah, I used to do it. I used to do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, we got a Fear the Walking Dead episode, but I understand you have something to talk about first, and it's I a surprise. Have. I have. This always makes me nervous. I know. So I've been doing a little bit of research and a little bit of reaching out and contact people on the off-season, well, the mid-season break. Yep. And I have been talking to Spice Tag Clothing. Spice Tag Clothing. Yep. They are on Instagram as Spice Tag and they're on Facebook as Spice Tag Clothing. Okay. They, um... So their general information is t-shirts, sweaters, bow ties, which are moustache-shaped bow ties, <laughs> okay. cushions, posters, mugs, etc. Um, they're basically they make their own clothing. Yeah. And they have got a big range of The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead merchandising, including oh, awesome. uh, posters, cushions, um, can holders, stickers, um, t-shirts, jumpers, all everything you can imagine. Oh, nice. Um, if you're on Instagram, do check them out on Spice Tag. And yeah, Spice Tag Clothing on Facebook. Yep. Um, I got talking to them mm-hmm. and asked if they would help us out by helping us run a competition, which we are going to run over the second half of this season. Okay, cool. Um, so they have sent me a bundle of goodies. Oh, nice. Any of it any good? Do I, do I want to steal any of it before we give it to I want listeners? to steal all of it, so therefore uh, well, you can't do that. I'm going to have to make sure I give it away to people. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But it is, the stuff's brilliant. Like They do a lot of like the cartoony sort of looking designs for the characters, which yeah. look absolutely brilliant. Oh, nice. Um, all the pictures and stuff are going to go onto our Facebook and our Instagram pages with details of the competition. Okay, cool. And yeah, we're going to run it. They've given me quite a lot of, of goodies, so we're going to run a couple of competitions during this half of the season. Oh, brilliant. But they're really good stuff. So do, do check them out on Instagram and Facebook. They've helped us out by sending us over some merchandise for this. And, and they're great and people. Spice Tag Clothing. Spice on, Tag Clothing. On Facebook and Spice Tag on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, their stuff is good. Oh, awesome, man. Okay, well, look forward to checking that out later on. Um, but yeah, see, see, you've been so good. Like the mid-season break, you've been like reaching out to people. You've been like organising stuff, dude. I've just been kicking back. I've also potentially got us two interviews. I'm waiting to hear back. What? What? Potentially. Potentially. Are, are One interviews... is a contact I've been in contact with for quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, things yeah. things are now starting to come back into fruition. Um, they are now they are part of the Walking Dead universe. You you, um, you you just made up a word again. Fruition. Yeah, fruition is the word. Nope, fruition. <laughs> okay, that's my thing. That's fine, dude. Uh, it's all good. I just got images of like things happening, and the guy arrives for an interview with a bowl of fruit in his hands. Uh, that's it. That's all I need. Uh, the person I'm talking to is more likely to turn up with pastries than fruit. Oh, 
It's, it's Jerry. You're talking about Jerry. I am. We are hoping to try. I am in contact with one of his agency people. We've yep. been in contact for quite a while. Yeah. Um, now that he is back kind of like in filming mode and stuff, getting ready yep. for The Walking Dead, there's more chance of him being able to jump on. Um, uh, the one I mean, rule is yeah. we're not allowed to talk about spoilers. Uh, well, of course. I've no, really been I told mean, we're not allowed yeah. to ask any questions about what specifically come, is coming yeah. up. We're allowed yeah, to ask no. his opinions and stuff like that, but we're not allowed to ask what's actually happening. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to know that stuff. And to be honest with you, the interview is just going to be me completely fangirling anyway. I can't wait <laughs> Oh my God, it's Jerry. <laughs> and the other one is yeah. a character that used to be on The Walking Dead. Yep. Quite a few seasons ago. Yep. Has now gone on to do her own sort of thing. Yep. A bit more. She's on Instagram quite a lot, sharing a lot of things on her stories. Yeah. Uh, but she has a really weird thing about not wanting to look at flowers anymore. Oh, Wow. Young, young Lizzie. Young Lizzie, I um, I've sent a couple of messages over, and we're seeing if it's possible. Oh, okay. Wow, that that, so, that could be an awkward interview though, because you know, any time you bring up the fact that she murdered her sister. Yeah, we might not mention. I don't know. She might. She might want to talk about that. To be honest with you, she could... might not have got on with the actress, so it might have been like the best day ever. Possibly. <laughs> I thought it'd just be interesting to get the kind of perspective of what The Walking Dead is like for a fully grown adult man to be doing it. Yeah. And then, especially with people um, like Little Ass Kicker, you yeah, know, they're yeah. still quite young and involved. Seeing what it's like for the kids to be kind of involved, and hey, man, if those two happen, I'll be very happy. So we're going to see what happens during this half of the season. And and you've said it on the podcast now, so people are like, "Come on, when are they coming on?" That we are fingers crossing. Yeah, you, you've put yourself under some pressure now. I have. No, I like it. I like it a lot. So, we have got an episode of Fear to talk about. It's Fear of the Walking Dead Season 5, Episode 9. Do you know the title of the episode? I do. Channel 4. Nice. Very good. I know uh, that because I had to ask you for it yesterday because I couldn't find it. You did. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, that even though you asked me and I told you, I was still not sure you'd get it. But... Nope, I got it. You got there. Well done. Um, well, one of the first things I want to ask you about, because it obviously is a kind of a unique episode, what did you think about the episode's style, the way it was filmed, the way it was shot, the way it was done? Okay, so I'm in two minds very much on this, okay? If, okay. I think if the whole of Fear the Walking Dead yeah. had been filmed from episode one, season one, yeah, had been filmed like that, yeah, and it had been a real documentary in close and personal thing, yeah, I would have loved it. Oh, interesting. Really? I would have loved it, because it would have been a completely different take on it all. Yeah. And it would have been brilliant. To just randomly drop it in for one episode like it was, was yeah. kind of annoying. See, I'm the complete reverse. I, okay. I think if the whole series was shot like the Blair Witch Project, which is what I call it when it's, you know, yeah. hand cameras and stuff, I'd have lost interest very, very quickly. Um, because it just would have got annoying to me, you know. I I, I want to watch a show, see the overall picture of everything, not shaky cam all the time running around. Whereas the one episode, it to me, it was kind of like it fitted into the story, you know what they've been doing, and it was just it was just something different. It was like a different kind of episode, which made it interesting. Um, the only thing that did irk me about it is the fact they did it in flashback. So, yeah, it made certain parts of this episode which could have been really tense and, oh my God, yeah. what's going to happen? Yeah. Oh, it's fine. They're talking on the camera, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Morgan stood on a landmine and me and you have talked a lot about how we've kind of felt yeah, that Morgan's made a few references. He said a few lines. It makes it feel like perhaps we're going to lose Morgan. So any situation now where he's in peril, I would genuinely be, is this it? Is this it? And But because... It was done in a form of a flashback where we were having interviews with them discussing events that were filmed. It, it kind of took that away. We kind of knew they were all fine. So, yeah, yeah, that, that was that was my only thing. But yeah, it's it's kind of funny that I'm like the reverse on that. Um, but but I, I've written sort of bullet points for notes all the way through this. I'm not entirely sure it's kind of in in order, but it kind of is as we go through the episode. But the first thing I want to talk to you about is, is again, is, is something that I find a little bit odd. At uh, the end, the mid-season break, the guy Logan kind of approached them with this proposition. He spoke about the gasolines now going bad. 
me and you really liked that. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. Yeah, you know, about time. Um, but basically, it, it added that in. He talked about, you know, uh, his old partner had realised this was going to happen, had found this kind of like oil field and, and was going to manufacture, uh, you know, gasoline, etc., etc. He wrote down where it was, but he didn't know. Uh, you know, there was this diary I was looking for and then the group had it. So we kind of had this situation where were the group going to forgive this guy for what he did to him before and bring him on board? He claimed he was on his own now, all of that kind of stuff. And we were kind of left with the mid-season, uh, not massive cliffhanger, but the cliffhanger of, okay, what's going to happen with this guy? Can yeah. we trust him this time or not? I kind of felt a little bit disappointed that we didn't see that resolved. We just found out that they didn't trust him and they ditched him. Yeah, it was a bit of a strange one. Yeah. It was I mean, kind of like this it, had a build-up to something that could have been the next couple of episodes, them trying to find it, the tension between is he good, is he bad, etc. Yeah. And, and then he said was... we just get her go... Oh yeah, and then we uh, we dumped him. So you know, karma. Huh. Yeah, exactly. And it, to, well, huh. to me, it just felt kind of weird. It kind of felt a bit... Like, um, they'd written themselves into a corner with it. Like, oh, well, everyone knows where we're going to go, so no point even showing it. <laughs> yeah, it, it also, it seemed a little bit to me, like, we've had this mid-season break. Yeah. Normally, the mid-season break finishes and you take off straight from where it left. Yeah. Whereas this made it feel like they'd actually put the mid-season break and actually had those few weeks yeah, a lot of stuff going on, yeah. And it kind of carried on almost in real time, and it was just a bit like... Mm, well, I would was, rather have seen it. Yeah, I'd rather have seen it. I'd, I don't hate it, but at the same time, it was just like that That felt a little bit weird, or a little bit... Uh, it kind of cheapened it. You know, you yeah. kind of set it up. Oh, I wonder where this is going to go. Can we, can we not trust him? And then you come back, and it's like, oh, well, a couple of weeks ago, we ditched him. It's like, oh, oh, really? Why? Right, fine. (laughs) Cheers, then. Yeah, did something happen for you to turn around and go, actually, no, we're ditching you? Or was that the plan the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it'd be like coming into the the Walking Dead season seven, you know, premiere episode, and everyone's just crying. They're like, oh, Negan killed Glenn Abraham a couple of weeks ago. What? What? What the hell? (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) <laughs> yeah actually uh, the yeah. season finishes with him going eeny meeny miny mo, and then it comes back to the devastation because these two people have died they, they possibly wouldn't have lost so many viewers because people were really upset by the violence of that yeah um, true I, I, here you go here's another thing I it have never awesome. I've never watched it again oh really I watched it once I experienced it and I have not watched that again yeah. actually do you know what I probably haven't myself no, it's not something. Do you remember when we were doing the Game of Thrones shows, and I said to you I had not watched the Red Wedding again until I watched the episodes again with you? Yeah, I can understand why. Yeah, it, to me, it's like that. It's like okay, I've seen it. I don't need to put myself through that again. <laughs> I experienced it. I did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need that again. I mean, at some point, I'm going to rewatch The Walking Dead. I know I will because I've rewatched seasons one and two like five times. I think at, at some yeah. point I'm going to watch them all. I, I know I will. That's just how I roll. Um, and when I get to that episode, I will genuinely have a kind of. I might skip this, but I, I won't. I know I won't because yeah. I watched the Red Wedding again, and it was kind of like, "Yep, that's as horrific as I remember it being." And I dare say, season seven, episode one will be as horrific as I remember it being. Yeah, that was a hell of. I remember watching it at like ridiculous time in the morning, yeah. uh, round an old girlfriend's house. Yeah, because I was. She was like, "What are you doing? Getting up at this time?" I was like, "I need to watch it. I need to see. You need to know what happens." Yeah. I can't wait till 10 o'clock tonight to watch it because it would have been spoiled on Twitter and Facebook. I need to go watch yeah. it. But then yeah. get back into bed going, jeez, that happened. Yeah, that was brutal. I'm not going to go back to sleep now. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I will have nightmares. Um, but back to this, yeah, I mean, obviously it isn't on the same scale as that, but I did feel kind of jibbed that we didn't see that kind of story resolved. Yeah. Um, again, I'm I'm just sort of ripping through bullet points, really. Um, I really like the dynamic between Daniel and Dwight. Yeah, I love that kind of, like... This is the other thing. It kind of went from a serious, scary program about zombies. Yeah. This has almost kind of turned into a 
family and friends road trip documentary thing of, oh, I'm going to cut your hair. No, you're not. Oh, I'll get you some point. It's fine. Look, I look great. Oh, I could look at you, scamp. I'll clean you up. Yeah, and it was kind of... I think, I mean, for what, you, you sounded almost sarcastic then, but I actually quite liked the balance of that. I quite liked Oh, no, the, I liked it. I was being yeah, sarcastic yeah. about the way it was filmed, but I quite liked the jokey back and forth. Yeah, I quite liked the levity of the kind of, and the reality as well. And like you said about it being like a road movie, it, it is, in essence. They are moving, and it is and something... We said this weeks ago, we wanted to see this as like a road trip. yeah. And now yeah. we've got it. I think they listen to our podcast. I, I think they must do, given the amount of stuff that happens. You know, the gasoline thing's the big one. Um, yeah, yeah it's a big one. But yeah, I mean, we see Alicia training with Morgan as well. That was kind of cool. Um, I like that. And her getting frustrated that she can't do it. It's meant to be nice, relaxing. And yeah. you can tell, especially she's... in the little interview, she's like, yeah, I've not killed anyone in weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was But it's else. better. Yeah, it's better. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I mean, she's struggling with it, and you can tell. I mean, like you just said, then, and one of the things she does bring up later on is the fact she's not killed at all. Now, when she says killing, she's referring to walkers. Yeah. Um, and there is a scene where Strand has to step in when one walker gets close to her. Uh, yeah. Th- that's not good. That that's gone too far. <laughs> Um, so... Yeah, even Morgan, even, like, in his peace and love thing, he still had... No, walkers get put down, yeah. 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 So, yeah, Yeah. she's taking it a bit far. We'll see how that kind of develops. I reckon that could lead her into trouble. Yeah. Or lead someone else into trouble. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I've got a horrible feeling it's going to be the latter, which which is kind of how storylines develop. Um, one of the things that does get brought up a lot is they're trying to find a place they can call home. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I mean it's it's kind of interesting that yeah, I like the element of them being on the road, but the, of course the reality is it isn't as safe as if they're behind walls somewhere. Yeah. Now they did have the location that um, that guy took off them and kind of wrecked, but the walls, you know, still fine, etc. The gates were still fine. It had water all around it, etc. So it was still quite a safe location. So. I did wonder to myself why they didn't just move back in there, repair it. Um, it appears that they just want to stay out on the road, helping people. So which the they're fact now that, doing a lot of, apparently. Which, which they are, yeah. It appears they are helping a lot of people, which is great. But it was interesting that June was the only person in the episode talking about finding a home. No one else was. Everyone else was kind of... You know, we're on the road again, and but June, convoy, yeah, yeah. yeah, June was consistent. I think about three or four times, different elements of this. She mentioned the need to find a home, need to find a place. Yeah, she, Um, yeah, she was the only one. There was a reference at one point as well to Wendell. Of course, didn't appear in this episode at all um, with the kids and. The, the the reference was that Wendell was wherever this oil place is. Yeah. And the kids are there. So surely that's the home. That's the base. I feel like they're just there to protect the oil field, maybe, more so than... Because obviously Logan is trying to find that. So if, if Logan if, finds that, then that's going to be in trouble. Whereas if they've just got a few people there to protect it... But if you're, if you're leaving behind people to protect something, do you leave Wendell with kids? Yeah, true. With, At the same the time, greatest, you know, with the greatest respect to Wendell, who is a badass in that wheelchair, he is still restricted by the wheelchair. And yeah. although the kids acted tough, as we find out, they're really not. So they've never actually fired guns properly. No, yeah. no, they're you know they they look the part, but so actually, yeah, that was... just very quickly going on to the kids. Just this is a complete sidetrack, but very quick. Yeah. Remember when they say about the how they don't shoot the guns because they've got no ammo, etc. Yeah. Episode one of this season, yeah, or one of the episodes this season. I accidentally started watching that one by mistake yesterday. Yeah, is when the plane crashes. Yeah, yeah, and Dylan, the youngest one, yeah, shoots a rifle and hits a deer. Yeah, so they clearly did have bullets at some point. Well, yeah, I think I think they had very limited. Okay. I think I think they had a load of machine guns. Also, you know, one bullet from one gun doesn't fit. Oh, no, exactly. I just remember, I saw that yesterday as I was trying to find the right episode, and I was like, wait a minute, I remember them saying they didn't have any ammo, and they were useless at shooting guns. 
yeah. By, by uh, trying to find the right episode, uh, Stefan has all the box sets which he has purchased perfectly legally. <clears throat> no, I've got them all recorded on my Skybox. And I there we one. go. Yes, that makes far more sense. Um, yeah. Something else that made me laugh in this episode, um, or uh, two things. One, it made me laugh because of something that happened, but the other thing was how cool it was. Uh, the house surrounded by landmines. Interesting concept. I love the idea of this kind of survivalist guy. Like, okay, I know what we're going to do. We got our house. We'll completely board it up. We got like a fence, like a little picket fence around the house. Um, and on the garden, I'm going to landmine it. <laughs> yeah, so, can you imagine? I'm going to the shops. Okay, be careful. Remember, it's three steps forward, two yeah, left, four exactly, forward, yeah. three right. And, and the dude knew it, but his wife and child who were in the house didn't. He was like, okay, you stay here. Yeah, you're not allowed out the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was kind of a little bit menacing in a way. Um but, but what yeah. a concept. That's, I think it's the first time we've seen something really yeah. like that. Yeah, and Brilliant. the reason why it made me laugh is because of the raining walkers. Because yes. when the walkers got blown up, Morgan was like ducking down. And he just had bits landing on him. And he was just like, oh, this is not nice. Yeah, see, at first I thought it was just like the soil and the no. shrubs and stuff. And then it started like dripping off his shoulder. And I was like, yeah. oh, that is zombie. Yeah, oh, that is nice. that is a lovely raining walker right now. Um, it was, of course, described by by one of my favourite characters as ugly mustard. Um, I had to write that down because I, I loved it. But he said, what the ugly hell mustard. is ugly mustard? He's like, oh, something my grandpappy used to say. It's brilliant. He's yeah. going to come out with some genius lines. Yeah, without a doubt. But that is um, great. But yeah, the, the house for the animals was great. I mean, uh, something else that we noticed as well, um, in amongst all of this kind of flicking around, in the background, we saw Grace checking herself, uh, checking her lymph nodes. Um, yeah. Grace has been exposed to radiation. She knows that. Um, and she is basically just waiting to get sick. And it was kind of a really sobering moment where she says, I wake up every day, I check myself waiting for the day for the first sign of of the end basically because she knows once she has that first sign she'll know she has a month two months you know <laughs> which is really horrible when you think it about is it. really horrible really sobering really kind of hit me a little bit because but at the same time there's no guarantee that she's definitely 100 percent I, I think I feel like she believes it's a hundred percent guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, same. I I think it's a belief in her mind that is one hundred percent. I I I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm I not like an the expert. character, so I'm hoping. I like the character, and I and I am. A, uh, do you know? I, I always I think because I've watched these these type of shows for so long now. Uh, you know, you could include Game of Thrones in this. So obviously, The Walking Dead. Um, you know, best part of a decade I've been watching shows like this. One of the things I always look at with stuff like that is if I was writing it, what would be the most impactful way for for this character to go out? And for me, it would be we all think she's gonna be okay. You know, we have week after week after week of her finally thinking, maybe I'm lucky. Yeah, maybe, maybe I got the suit really did lucky. last enough. Then. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I... And then, bang, nope. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, to, to me, when she was talking about that, I was thinking, oh, no, they're, they're going to they're gonna so make me think she's going to be okay and then and then take her from us because... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's always it's always good in these shows as well. You know, there was that stupid thing in The Walking Dead, which was basically everyone they ever met was bad. You remember? It got like so oh, stupid. Gosh, yeah. Oh, we found Terminus. They eat people. Yeah. Oh, we it found was, this place. They kill people. Oh, it was like uh. every new person just shoot them. Don't 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 talk to them. Shoot them in the head. <laughs> you know, it was. It got to that stage where we as the fan base were just like, they're new. Kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely they're not gonna be good. You know, it lasted right that right up until they met um, the the people from Alexandria, who obviously were out trying to do good. Yeah, but, but even then, to begin with, I was like, nope, they're going to be cuckoo. They're going to well, kill well, you. That's when you it. Sleep. They're going to yeah, kill you it. when you sleep. We we got to that stage, and we were like, no, don't trust them. Kill them. And you remember Rick punched the guy in the face, Aaron, to knock him out, and we were like, yep, that's that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 
totally legit. He clearly do. doesn't really want good. He wants yeah. to drag you yeah. in there because they're going to butcher you all in your sleep. Yeah. 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 So it was kind of interesting. We were conditioned that way in fear because Morgan's like reaching out to everybody. Um, you know, the, the lady in the house, the fact she wouldn't come out, I was convinced, ah, oh, there's something so messed up about this. She's going to have like 10 kids in there and she's slowly eating them. Do you know what I mean? It was like, oh, I, no, was I was waiting for it to go kind of the other way. Oh? She wouldn't let anyone in because the bedroom is full of walkers, which were her children. Oh yeah, yeah, that could have worked as well. But that yeah. sort of thing, yeah, we instantly assume just the worst thing possible. We do. We we have been conditioned to just assume that these people are everyone we meet is going to be messed up, and yeah. So it was it was kind of interesting. Um, uh, the the lady, of course, does come out. She does understand. Uh, it was kind of sad when we had that realization that the the walker that got close to Alicia and was put down by Strand was the woman's husband. Yeah, that was a sad um, You know, I was, I was kind of like, ah, oh, damn, really? Um, but at the same time, the guy did manage to get the, the, the son's medicine. It was kind of like, you know, he did achieve what he was out to achieve. It was, you know, and now we can finish that. So yeah. I, I can understand the sort of nice storytelling element, but, but the wife does kind of accept it. I think, obviously, she'd been in there a long time and possibly was realising damn he ain't ever coming back yeah there was a moment when i think it was strand said about how he walked here he must have walked back yeah that yeah. i started going oh no yeah yeah dude dude ain't okay <laughs> yeah he's not made it back and they're all around yeah. the house they would have seen him oh dear yeah already blown himself up on the mines yeah <laughs> um uh, yeah, so so that was kind of cool. That was kind of a sad but a nice story. And then she does come out. Uh, obviously, we know that. But um, another again, this is just a little tangent thing. Um, Alicia is distracted by this tree with the "You're still here" messages written on it. She's seen them around a fair few places now. You know, if you're reading this, you are still here. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. It's um, Sherry. It's gonna be Sherry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, dude, but there's something familiar about it. Yeah. And I can't put my finger on it. It's like, it's something that it feels like we've seen this before or something similar to this before. And I don't know whether it's because of the Walking Dead with like Terminus and stuff like that, where we've seen these kind of, you know, sanctuary, you know, those who arrive survive and these sort of signs and you're kind of like, ah, oh, nice. Um, but there's just something about the, the signs that we're seeing. It just feels like familiar or feels like uh, but not in a good way yeah but that's again it goes back to this conditioning i think we've had which is everything new is bad everyone you meet is evil (laughs) don't don't trust anybody if you're reading this you're still alive because we haven't barbecued you yet yes there you go that's basically what it says if you you read the small print underneath the if you're reading this it's we're gonna eat you later little person you're still alive if you're reading this please remember to shower in paprika and spices (laughs) paprika and spices um, if you can find some peri peri sauce, all the better. Yeah, even better. Sampling uh, this with peri peri. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did Did you like the trucker music? By the way, that I love that her singing. This is how we keep in touch, contact with each other. And I love that. Everybody else's face, like the music, is terrible. And Daniel Salazar, it is not music. <laughs> it's like that <laughs> is she's not music. singing away to herself. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was funny. Um. The other thing we didn't really touch on actually is the convoy and like all of them have got their roles. Alicia and Strand with Charlie are in the like this vehicle that they've customized the Sprinter, I think they call it, because it's obviously the fastest one. That's it. It used to be the first line of defense, but now we just make sure the roads are fine. Yeah, they're, they're kind of scouting. <laughs> they're they're the ones up front, a uh, bit yeah. smoky in the bandit style. Um, you've got the the big rig of all the boxes and everything. You've got the yep. tanker now, like the gasoline tanker that she's driving. Um, and you've and got the, it with the swap vehicle. The, the, yeah, the kind of armored and like Daniel kind of says, you know, no, we're there. They're just, you know, if anyone looks at it and thinks they'll take it, we kind of put them off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are the deterrents. I would um, love to see how many people go, hey, tanker if you Ooh, yeah. No, no, we'll get the next one. No, 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 keep we're going. cool. We're cool. <laughs> you, you keep trucking. Um, do you feel there's an element of inevitability about the fact that 
they're helping people and everyone they're meeting at the moment's great, which suggests that at some point really soon the person they're gonna try and help is not gonna be great. <laughs> which which I think links perfectly onto the end of the episode. Okay, well yeah, we'll 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 swing to that in a minute yeah. then. Um Obviously, we have the like uh, we talked about it right off the bat. Actually, we talked about the kind of danger element. Uh, Morgan uh, tries to get to the house to see the woman, and he steps on a landmine. Uh, it's a pressure pad landmine, which means when you lift your foot off, it explodes. Um, Al, who's got a lot of experience, uh, kind of war correspondent, in, I think, uh, says to him like, "Don't lift your foot." Um, yeah, and- see, that's the thing with Al quickly as well. Going to her. We know she's done journalism and stuff like that. Yeah. Are we now seeing things like this getting more of a backstory kind of drip fed to us? I think so. Yeah. Because like you always... say, the war documentaries or the war journalism, that sort of thing. Yeah. She she doesn't talk about herself, and she even says it in this. I'm not used to being this side of the camera, at least not for a long time. Yeah. Um. And I get the impression as a journalist, I think she definitely did war correspondence. She definitely did different things. I think at one point she said about being embedded with a gang in Mexico as well. It's like these tiny little. Drips. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of little snippets. But this one, uh, she definitely does hint towards, you know, uh, you know I've, I've been around. You know, he says, are you going to drop that camera? She's like, no, I've carried one during worse. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, it's definite, definite war correspondent. And the way she, she kind of knows a little bits about military things. She's talked about it a lot, like little snippets of different things. So, so the also- landmine... Yeah, sorry, just quickly also bring back this whole thing about her saying it's not the first time I've been tied up and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, You kind of go back and go, has she now been, like, captured before all this? I, Is this actually um, going back even further now? I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think this has been perhaps, perhaps the world as it is is the world she was used to covering and filming before you know, which is why she's danger. so good at the whole survival thing it is it's why she seems almost relaxed in this world um uh, there's a few people who seem all that all that kind of way and normally they're the ones who have got military or, or something or people who have served because the the kind of war zone trauma if you like of being in that constant danger i'm in a war zone yeah, is probably the only thing that could make you even that you could only associate with this. It's got to be the only thing that's similar of the constant threat, uh, sort of impending. <laughs> so, yeah, she's always come across as very relaxed in this world, very relaxed situation. And one of the things that does make me laugh, like you said, is when she does point out, like, "What you think I've never been cable tied before." Um, yeah. you know, she says it in this such a matter of a fact way, and she does escape constantly. So <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, Morgan was standing on a landmine, and like I said straight off the bat of the show today, it was a little bit frustrating because the danger element had been removed because of the way they were they did it is like a flashback. Um, I understand it because this is kind of like a standalone episode that was basically made up that tape. Um, which we then see later on being watched, and that was what yeah. the episode was, was watching that tape that they made. Um, I, I kind of... So I get it, and, and it's fine. There's a storytelling narrative I know I've moaned a lot about, it, but it's, you know, this is different, this is a one-off thing. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yep. Um, but it did, like I said, kind of take away the the real terror element which could have been involved of Morgan standing on a landmine. Um, I did like yeah. the fact that they used this pin that the woman brought out. He did it. He jumped off, and then John said, "Come on, get away from it." And he like moved away, and then it exploded. <laughs> just, I think, just as Al said to him, "How are you?" And he looked at him like, "How do you think I am?" And then, boom. That's it. How do you feel? Boom. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I've just lost a few pounds. Yeah, yeah, and it's running down the back of my leg. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, could you imagine those standing on a landmine? No. Knowing that you know you, you even like you know sometimes if I'm like standing in a one place for a long time I like shift my weight between my legs kind of like just like fidget a little bit yeah that would be boom yeah that's it and you do that and you're dead so to me being like okay you got to stand perfectly still or you're dead would just be like oh my oh no well, I'm dead yep yeah I'm dead. just everyone get away I know what I'm like I'll I'll forget about it in a minute shift my weight and boom um you'd, you'd sneeze. Yeah, you haven't needed something. to sneeze for like three weeks. That would be the time. 
Oh, definitely, yeah. I've never had an itch behind my knee before, but suddenly I need to itch it more than I've ever needed to itch anything in my life. (laughs) And then you move and kaboom. Yeah, Ah. exactly. Yeah, so to me, it's like... That'd be it. I, there would be no surviving that. That that is you the would end just for tell me. everyone to get as far away yeah, as possible. Yeah. And go, I'm just going to move my leg now. It's just, just, just over and done with. Just imagine when I stepped on this, it exploded. Don't think about the delay. Yep. <laughs> it just <laughs> happened. See you all later. Have good lives. Just uh, fall over backwards and go well. Yeah. <laughs> Some, someone delete my browser history. That that would be the conversation. Um. The lady and her son do leave the house and do join the group. It's kind of like a. A nice thing in the story, yeah. um, where the, the like I said, the lady is kind of talking, and you see them on the video talking about how they hid away in that house. It kept them safe, but you know, her husband had said, "We'll stay safe." You know, there are good people out there. Good people will come along, and Morgan, etc., did so. It was kind of nice that, in a way, it was her husband's kind of words to her that encouraged her to to actually reach out as well yeah um so that was kind of a nice bookend in that story um morgan discussing his wife and son probably the it's most a... emotional we've seen morgan in a long time and the first time he's really spoken about it in a long time yeah like, properly. Um, yeah i mean i i think we've had a reference to I had a son. I think we've had a yeah. reference to I had a wife. I don't think at any point he has talked to anybody about what happened. And he still hasn't. He still hasn't gone into any sort of detail. But he did finally say in this episode, I think I need to let them go. I need to move on. I need to say goodbye. But then he broke saying, I don't know how. Yeah. Um there was a moment in it where he was saying, like, I know what it is now. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. yes, we know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sadly, that was not. No, yeah. wasn't it? I was so excited for a minute and then was like, no, damn it, we still don't know what it is. We still don't know what it is. You know what it is. We really don't. Someone tell us. Please, please. Um, it, Morgan is, is such an interesting character to have on Fear because literally... The Walking Dead began with two characters, uh, well, three if you include his son, uh, Dwayne, yep. was Morgan and Rick. And uh, they kind of went apart from that the pilot episode and Morgan came back into The Walking Dead, etc. And we saw him in different places, like different uh, <laughs> psychotic places. So yeah, mind space and... Yeah, physical space. But to have him on fear now kind of gives the show like the real depth of story by going all the way back to the walking dead yeah of having we know morgan and rick the kind of two pillars if you like um rick as we know is is missing um morgan yeah it just having that conversation in this show i'd love i'd love the morgan character to get a little bit more resolution i'd love him to open up about it um and really talk because I'd like him as a character to really talk about Rick, etc. And yeah, hundred you know, percent. And really have a conversation about you know I, there was this guy and me and my son found him, um, and then I found him years later, um, you know, and I had to leave when I left because of this, this, and the other. But you know, I hope to be reunited with him. What you know, just just something because I think as a fan base, everyone would love that. You know, yeah, just he's the kind reference. of very loosely kind of mentioned bits people, and pieces, yeah. but never had a proper sit down kind of talk. No, and, and, and I'd love him to talk to, even if it's just like to Alicia. Well, to Alicia definitely, because I think Alicia right now is the person who needs to hear it more than anybody else. Yeah, uh, Alicia needs to kind of, for her to really find where she fits and where she is. I think she needs to understand more about Morgan. Because all she's seeing right now is Morgan with this kind of peace and love, peace and love. Yeah. Aren't I great? Um, but in reality, Morgan didn't... It wasn't a straight line to get to there. No, Morgan you was know. stone cold... Well, he was clear mode, wasn't he, first? Yeah, yeah, he was stone cold, you know, Steve Morgan. <laughs> um, you know, he was stone cold Morgan. He was straight up peace and love. Uh, I can't even, you know, 
I can't even bash someone over the head because that'd be mean. Um, and then it went completely the other way again, where he was just straight up murdering everybody. And Jesus had to kind of modify his stick so you yeah. have sharp yeah, end for walkers, end. blunt yeah. end for humans. Yeah, and and again, and it was these kind of all of these people and all of these experiences kind of helped him get there. But like, it, it was not a straight line. I think that's where Alicia's struggling. Alicia's kind of like, I've I've I want to go from there to there why can't i you know just accept that and she's gone too far you need to be able to put walkers down <laughs> because otherwise you're gonna die there's no two ways about it that walker got close to her strand wasn't there what was gonna happen so yeah she, she needs help and i think morgan's the best person for it and i think there's such a, a wealth of backstory in morgan that we as an audience would love to almost reminisce over and kind of but also hear it from morgan's point of view yeah. Because we as the audience have watched it and interpreted it, but you can't interpret how a character sees things. So, for example, if Morgan... You remember when Morgan first refound Rick? It was like season six, I think. And Rick was straight up murdering someone in Alexander. Do you remember? That's it, and he looks up and he's... Morgan. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, Rick? He's like, you know, th- th- this isn't the guy I remember. Yeah. Um, it would just be so interesting to have that from that perspective of Morgan. And then when I found Rick, you know, he was gone. He was he was in a place where I'd been, you know, and I was trying to help him and trying to bring yeah. him back. Because it was true. And it'd just be interesting because he could talk about Rick being like this kind of, to him, he was this pillar of, uh, you know, he was a leader. He was this, he was that. He was his friend. But he was flawed. We all know that. Everybody is in this, you know, to survive. Rick had to do some pretty dark stuff. Throats um, with teeth and stuff, yeah. Yeah, but but the thing that I... We've had this debate, and people have had this debate so much, you know. Oh, if you'd followed Negan from the start, you'd think Negan was the hero. It's like, well, no. The, the big difference is, although Rick's done some messed up stuff, he's always tried to steer towards the light. He's always tried to steer towards good. Normally, there's always been a motivation of good in amongst what he's done. Negan yeah. used to just burn people's faces and stuff because You've he was pissed in charge. me off. Yeah, and... That's where the difference is. Now, that's Negan as was. You know, we, we've said, you know, time jump, blah, 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 blah. People can yeah. change. We'll take him as he is now, and that's the walking dead. But just back to this, what I was saying about I think um, Morgan trying to talk about that would be great for us as fans to watch. Really help Alicia. Uh, but, of course, we got Dwight there as well. And Morgan and Dwight have not had a conversation yet about things. And I'm kind of like waiting for that. You know, at some point, surely Morgan's going to be like, why are you out here? You know, what happened? Yeah. Um, but no, they haven't. And so, yeah, that, that's all stuff that I'd like to think might happen. Um, But like you said, we, we basically, the end of this episode is a guy watching this whole tape. So uh, they, they all kind of like do a straight to camera, you know, we're out here, we're here to help. And then the tape goes off, and we see that it's this guy in like this little, uh, you know, side of the road shop kind of place, like a truck stop. Yeah. Um, he switches it off. He finds a box that says, you know, take what you need, leave what you don't. And he hears a generator running for power. So he's like, ah, oh, well, I need the fuel. Now, <laughs> so I we... instantly go back to exactly what we said earlier. I was instantly looking at him going, oh, he's the next bad guy. Well, yeah. Instantly, he's the next bad guy. He's going to steal all the stuff from here. He's going to go around, try and find them, take everything they've got, because they've shown they've got all this good stuff now. Yep. Bad guy. Yep, we're going to see him leave the room. There's going to be like a gang of bikers or something. He's going to be like, I know where we're going, guys. And you're going to be like, ah, bloody hell. Put this tape out there. Target acquired. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I was exactly the same. Um, I was exactly the same. But now we're kind of in, we don't know. I mean, he seemed to be a guy on his own. He's got a motorbike and sidecar. Had. And then, had, because then Logan shows up. And Kel Surprise, he's with his old, old gang again. So clearly that was a ruse. They were right to ditch him. Just a shame we didn't get brought in on that thought process. Um, yeah. So yeah, Logan and his crew take this guy's stuff. Um, they leave him there with a walkie-talkie. Um they they've basically using him as bait, I think. Um they're oh, yeah. gonna they're gonna wander off and wait and when Morgan and his crew arrive, they're either gonna jump them or they're gonna follow them, I think. Yeah, you know how I find these little bits and pieces that really annoy me because I used to do media and film studies? Yes. Have you ever seen a man pick up a walkie talkie that far in front of him without moving? No. 
That really that was that was one of those little tiny bits that I just picked up on and went, he didn't move. No, I know. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I know what little you mean. tiny, little tiny tiny bits like that, which my brain just goes, nah. Nope. Well you you know it's in the edit that and that's it's something that's so stupid. Yeah. But it's, it's like, just those little tiny things like he threw the walkie talkie between them, he didn't so move and now it's in his hand. So basically there was a scene where the guy took four or five steps forward. And they cut it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty just, much. Just, which, which, yeah, okay, it's fine. But it's like you just said. The guy had this walkie-talkie thrown in the dirt all that way in front of him. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that Logan guy talks to him. It cuts back to him. And he's like, it got it in my hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. madman. It's the mad. little things. I know it's real petty. But it's just those little, little things that just make me go, ah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's... It, it, I'm thankful now that on fear that's the kind of stuff that's there. Yeah. Because two seasons ago, <laughs> three seasons ago, worse. it was horrific. Uh, and the Walking Dead season eight. There's no Henry and, walking in and out of a room four times. That's for sure. Oh man, that was brutal. The the, the yeah yeah it was just brutal. But yeah, I mean that's that's the episode. I mean we're kind of left now where this guy's got this walkie-talkie set the channel four. He's going to call Morgan, etc. Because he's stuck there and his walker's coming down the road. Um, he's going to call out for help. We think that Logan and his crew are probably lying in wait somewhere. Um, yep. So yeah, that's that's kind of set up for next week. But um, oh, I've got one more bit on my notes to talk about that you didn't mention. Yeah, 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 go on. Dwighty. Yep. I loved his little bits of the camera. Yeah. He, when he's saying about how um, this is like the polar opposite. Of what I used, of what to, I do. used yeah. to do, but it feels right, like I'm doing the right thing, and you never know. I might find her on the road. If I'm on the road, I might still bump into her. It's fine. Like, yeah, it's so was, nice uh... that he's not given up that hope just yet. Yeah, it was kind of a yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. I mean, it was kind of nice that he had that um, spirit again. That kind of because I worried uh... in the last episode. I worried kind of where he was going to go after the whole. She said not to find her. I've got on the plane because I kind of had to get John back. But actually, where is he kind of... Mental health-wise. Yeah. Yeah, No, granted, it's it's a valid thing. And I think it goes to show with the type of people he's around. And I think, you know, when he was with Negan and his crew, I think he was depressed all the time. You know, he was having to do stuff he didn't really want to do. I think being around these people and, you know, what they're doing probably just feels great. So, yeah. although he, the whole Sherry thing probably was messing him up, I think being around these people and, you know, and the fact they've actually been able to achieve it as well. I think Morgan says, you know, people saw the plane land and all of a sudden it was, do you know what, maybe they can help me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the fact that you've actually been able to go and help people. Uh, and he says, like you, you said a second ago, this is the polar opposite of the, like the group I used to be a part of. And if I keep doing this then maybe I'll make up for the crap right, I did before. Roles. Yeah, and I, I mean, want to see that explored as well, actually. I want to see Dwight's past yep. explored more with these new characters. I think I think it needs to be, and like because you're in, you're crossing over these characters, and part of the whole reason and dynamic of doing a crossover is to try and draw the universe together, and also we as the audience know the characters... Um, it, it'd be good to try and flesh that out. I think, you know, John is a kind of person of like, I'll know you as you are now. We've all got a past. Yeah. But I, I think for Dwight's point of view, I think, especially when we run into this Logan group more, I think that's going to bring stuff up for Dwight. I think that's yeah. going to be, they want to take stuff. You know, I've been down that road, <laughs> you know. Even um, if it's him saying to Logan, look, I've been where you are. It don't work. Trust well, me. Well, we could have that, but at the same time, I think it might be more him saying to Morgan, I know this kind of people, we got to kill them. I, I think it yeah, might be that way. Yeah, potentially, go the other I, side yeah, of it. Yeah, I think it might be, you know, what would you have given to be able to meet Negan before he did all that to his friends and put him down? Yeah. You know, Logan is going the exact same way. He's got a crew around him. They're just taking what they want, you know, stealing from people, messing with people. And you more know, bullets than they know what to do with. Yeah, if Negan just had 10 people around him back in the day, Rick, etc., could have taken him out, no problem. 
Yep. But the fact is, when they did run into him, when they did finally have that confrontation, he had, he had the army. Yeah. Yeah, and and that that's where the problem was, and so. I, I think it might go that way. I think Dwight might be of that opinion, which is, no, hell, this is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. let this happen. I, we need to I stop am, it now. Yeah, I am seeing this. I've been there. I have lived. I've been one of those people next to that guy. And yep. I know where this is going. Let's put him down. Um, yeah, of course, it's one of two things. We see we're going to be reasonable. I'll talk to them. I'll tell them the error of their ways. But they ain't going to listen. We know that. Yeah. Um. Or it'd be completely. We can't stand for this. Let's 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 put them out. Let's put them down, and we're gonna save not just ourselves, but countless other people as well. Mm-hmm. Which I think Morgan will struggle with. I think Morgan will struggle with that definition. I think because he's so far into the peace and love thing. Um. I think he will struggle with the idea that it, it is the greater good to stop them in a permanent way. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you'll struggle with that. I think Alicia definitely struggle with it. Perhaps it'd be something that snaps Alicia back. We don't know. Because, yeah, um, she doesn't want to kill people. But, you know, you might have to. But, again, in this episode, we know, we know Daniel thought they should have killed him. You know, yep. Because, remember, they said about the woman was laughing about, oh, we left him there, he's walking on his own. Ha, ha, ha. And, and Daniel should have shut his mouth. Yeah, yeah Daniel was like, you should have been put down permanently. You know, you don't do that. He did it to us once, he'll do it to us again. Yeah. So, you know, Daniel in the background will just be like, yep, I'm all for that. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do some killing. But, of course, he says, again, in this interview, I want to become the man my daughter would have been proud of. So perhaps when he's confronted with it again, he, he might not feel the same way. I don't know. There's, it's going to be there, interesting. It's going to be interesting, and that's that's kind of the best thing about this at the moment. Um we we talked, uh, you know, I, I ripped the show apart in seasons two and three. Me and you oh, talked a yeah. lot. <laughs> You know, me and you talked a lot as we were going through four, and the main thing that they've changed, the new showrunners, is each episode now, it's like, oh, okay, well, that'd be interesting. I wonder how they're going to resolve that. We're actually yeah. thinking about it and talking about it, rather than it just being, this happened, uh, we all know that's going to suck. <laughs> so so it, it is good. I think it is definitely going in the right direction. Yeah, I'm now, we're, we're interested for next week's episode, and we're enjoying we next week's episode. Yeah, 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 without a shadow of a doubt. But, um... Yeah, man, I think that's everything. I think we've covered the lot. Um, we will be back next week. Uh, we will be covering Fear of the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 10. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Convoy! Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.